Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass and making all the dirt all sparkly, spanking clean. I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. music, wine, and then loop up and get on top. holds like a, a like dick theater of a magic your Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Join us on The Wet Coast, a podcast about sexuality and ethical non-monogamy of every variety. We talk polyamory and swinging, monogamish and open relationships, from dirty, dirty sex to heartbreak and everything in between. We share our personal experiences and philosophy, observations and theories, what works for us and where we fucked it right up. This isn't your average couple's explanabrag podcast, but we definitely do a little of that. We share our adventures in open with a unique, funny, feminist, and Canadian approach. Come get wet with us on the Wet Coast. Hello, folks. This is Mrs. Atom. Oh, yeah, that's me. Hi. No, well, I'm not Mrs. Atom. I'm Mr. Atom. Uh-huh. I'm, hi, I'm Mr. Atom. And welcome back for another episode of By the By. Hi. Yes, hi. thanks for joining us this week. Uh, I will say sorry about last week. We have had a busy, busy time with Mardi Gras. It's true. And admittedly, we are recording this before Mardi Gras. Relax. Chillax. You know you love me. Patience. Yes. Um, Yes. If anyone knows me, it's all about patience. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm going to yell that because I didn't mute that. I don't have patience with that. (laughs) I've now muted it. When the computer dings at me. There's a reason why my work computer is always on silent. That's just great. I love it. The people that help me. (laughs) She hits me when I don't mute the computer. (laughs) Oh, my God. So I like to think that's what people, when they listen to this, that they find it endearing because it makes it real. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, people? Yes. Support me in this. Yes, please support me. I see him. a Twitter need, poll. He needs support. <laughs> I need help. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, so we've got Mardi Gras coming up this weekend. So excited. Um, I'm exhausted already. I know. It's been, Mardi Gras a busy season. Oh my God. What of, actually not one, but a couple of our friends have equated it to gay Christmas. It's gay Christmas. It is. And it really kind of is around here. You know, and the, the problem is, and this isn't a problem, but I've already decided next year I'm taking the month of February off mm-hmm. because there's so much stuff. Every yeah. single night there's something that's going on. Tonight they're doing the um, queer after party yeah. at the art museum where drag queens march you around the art museum and show you art that's done by LGBTQ people. I mean, that's... 
and that's I think that's part of the problem with Mardi Gras. And it's is too that, concentrated. Well, everything happens within two weeks prior to the parade. And so basically the last two weeks of February is chock full of activities. Like you said, there's there's art stuff, there's um, there's plays, there's musicals, there's theater, comedy or like things. Movie things, not yeah. just theater stuff, theater, theater, but like movie theater. Yeah, there's there's so many events going on for the community and it's all concentrated in these two weeks and there is no way that you can do yeah. even half of what you want the to. The butch monologues were tonight and I know. we some of the people that we've performed with at uh, yeah. Rule 34 were doing that. And I was like, oh, I would love to do that. But again, that's tonight. Right. It's just... It, it's too much. It really is. I really think it would be better and I don't think it's... I don't know how feasible it would be but if they spread it out over a month, like take all of February... February should then, be Gay Pride Month in Sydney. Yeah. There, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's Black LGBTQ History Month as well, Pride so month. perhaps. And February is the shortest month, but okay, maybe March. But then they have to move the parade, and no, keep parade. Let okay. the parade be the opening, and then Fair Day okay. be the closing. Fair enough. All right. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. so look, we're we're complaining and arguing. It's just a lot of good stuff crammed into a tiny space of time, yes. and there's no way that we can do everything that we want to. It's and true. we have a lot of friends who have complained about the same thing, is that you're going every day, every night, there's something, 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 and... Dark side. And you still don't get it all. She's mad. Something, no, something, something, dark side. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm choosing to <laughs> There's like four you. people out there that are laughing at me. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, you four. Thank you. Yeah. So it's a great yeah. time of year, but it is crazy, stupid, busy, and it's a bit exhausting. So, yeah. Right. Tomorrow we have uh, a show that we get yes, to see that I'm really, really looking forward to. I've seen it before. Uh-huh. Uh, I have not. You have not. We're taking the boyfriend yeah. and... I don't know what I'm going to call him yet, but he's someone that I've had a crush on forever. It's and the very special friend. Yeah, the very special friend. We have the boyfriend, and then we have the very special yeah, friend. Yeah, you know what your name yeah. is. Uh-huh. Anyway, so he took me to see this show ages ago, and now we're going to see I didn't realize you'd seen it. Yeah. That's why, because he, he took me to see the show last Mardi Gras season. I thought season. that it was just one that you wanted to see. No, it's, it's a great show. This was the show that sort of inspired me. Mm-hmm. For my show. Only this one's a musical, and mine's not a musical. All right, gentlemen, you hear that? He's got a heads up on us. That's right. Dum, dum, dum. We have a lot of ground to make up. Y'all don't have too much ground to make up. Mm. Uh, What else do we have going on? Oh, we've got... You were on a phone call forever tonight. Yes, we have a... Bed that is being made for us. A custom bed. It's a it's custom kind of awesome. bed. It is a kind of a BDSM style bed. Um, it's basically a big four-poster steel bed. We still have some things we need to talk about with that. Um, but it's basically, yeah, it's got little eyelets, eye holes, whatever, all the way down the posts so that you can tie someone up, put accoutrement, whatever, all the way down at various positions. Um, we're going to have a bar across the end so it can use it as kind of a bit of a cross. Ooh. Um, Still yeah. the swing? Going to have a place for the swing? It's going to have um, some bars that come out of the end. So, yeah, with actuators. So that Ooh. way we can attach a swing to the end if we want. It's going to be awesome. Or the swing can be over the bed, depending on how we want to use it. Still going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be really amazing. And Pretty excited for this. So I talked to the guy who's building it. And it actually sounds like it may be ready in a few weeks. So, depending on how our schedules line up, I was just looking at the calendar, we may be out of town, so we may have to wait until after some of our trips to have it delivered and installed and break it in. Do you hear that, gentlemen? You better be on call, buddy. 
and I can think of a few other people I would like to be on call for that. So mm-hmm. um, I think the vast majority of y'all listen, and if you're listening, you know who you are. So let's yeah. get this let's get this party rolling. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna break it in proper. Style. Are we gonna have a breaking in the bed party? Yes, we are. That sounds. Great. Yes, we are. <laughs> Uh-huh. B-I-T-B-P. Uh-huh. That's going to be awesome. Yep, uh, yep. Pretty excited for this. It's, um, can we say the name of the company? Do you know the name of the company? Yeah, Furniture Seduction. There you go. Furniture Seduction so, out of out of Adelaide. Yep, Radelaide. it's a small company out of Adelaide, and they were one of the ones that we found at Sexpo. Um, we'd seen a couple of companies that did furniture stuff, but this one, yeah, we really liked the... The fact that it was done out of steel, that it's kind of really sturdy. It, it had the look that we wanted, the feel yeah. that we wanted. And, yeah. I'm really excited for this yeah, piece. Yeah, we were, we were really happy when we saw it. And the guy's been great to work with. He's basically like, look, this is your bed. And every step of the way, he sends pictures. He asks, do you want this? Do you want this? And so if you don't like making decisions, that's probably bad for you. But at the same time, this is going to be our bed for a long time. Forever. This is going to be our forever bed. And so we want to make sure that it's exactly what we want. And I think he gets that. And he's very much, we can customize it any way that you want. And even asking about, do you want legs here? Do you want legs? Like very specific things. And I think it's really good. So, you know, if we ever split up, we're going to have to wrestle for this bed. Yeah, we are. Yeah. But you know what? What? We're not going to have to. I know. Because we're, we're not going to split, split up. up. <laughs> I love you. Okay. Sorry. <clears throat> <sighs> uh-huh. <laughs> cool. Yes, that's really exciting. Yeah, that's I'm excited. Up. And we'll yeah. have pictures up everywhere. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Just don't worry. Well, there'll be plenty of pictures. Um, I'm sure Instagram will block most of them. Well, we just have to cover the nipples. The bed doesn't have nipples. It will when I'm on it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I can't win this. Uh, So Angela's been taking improv classes, and I've learned over the last three weeks that I just need to yes and a little more. (laughs) Because that's, uh, yeah. Uh It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Is it? It is. Okay. Because you can just tell me to shut up. (laughs) No, I would never do that. I would stick my cock Mm -hmm. in your mouth. (laughs) Be like, don't talk with your mouth full. All right. Uh-huh. Okay, babe. So what are we on to now? Uh, so we are going to talk about some sexy times. Ooh, I like sexy times. It's been a while since we've had a sexy time podcast. Yeah. We've had a lot of other things going on, some educational, some informational, some WTF podcasts. Um, I'm thinking of the fantasy one right there. I liked that one. I did one. too, but at the same time, it was there was a lot of, you know... Oh, and I do have to actually, speaking of the fantasy one... Give a big, huge shout out to a listener who was at Desire last year who sent us the full paper from that. And let's see if I can pull the email up quickly. It was something like, what, one point something percent of the people. Oh, let me me pull it up. Hold on. Give me a second. Here it is. So 1.5 of the male respondents identified as homosexual and 9.8 as bi. So that does explain a lot of the skewing of the data, which we kind of talked about a bit in there. Yeah, yeah. Is that we thought it was very a very heterosexual crowd overall, um, but there were some some bi folks in there, uh, but only one point five is homosexual, so percent of the male respondents. So yeah, it was. I thought that was interesting, but yeah. So she sent the full paper, which was really fascinating to read. So thank you. Thank you. Yes, we love our listeners. Can't wait to see it. Desire this and, year. I was gonna say you especially. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. We had a nice, I remember it because we had a nice breakfast with them. We had them. a breakfast date and with them. And they were, oh, they were so nice. Yeah. And it was just like one of those, we needed another week. Because I wasn't really comfortable with my whole self until, yeah. I mean, I was comfortable with myself, but I wasn't like in the moment of like yeah. non-social talking. Well, I loved talking until like day four. Then I was like, let's fuck. I was going to say, and I think took that, me to, that's way too long to fuck. That's part of the thing is that I think being new was kind of a let's feel things out. Let's see how it yeah. goes. We didn't want to jump straight into things. And we do love making those social connections with people, which is great. And that yes. carries on. But at the same time, it does take time then to say, hey, let's get in bed. And by that point, the week's done. And I'm thinking this year we go with little cards that say, take me to pound town. And it's going to be like, just ourselves or one-on-one or in like a group plus more and then we just give them to people and circle and then hand it to them like things that we're interested in. Do you know what else you add to that? What? You add a schedule of one-on-one be at this place this time. That's right. This place this time. That's right. Yeah. Oof. Woof. Yeah. So. So you already have your schedule set out. I'm really I mean, there's like, always desire time too. Uh, desire yeah. time. Anyway. Yeah. So that'll, that's a whole nother podcast that we'll <laughs> get back to again. Right, right, right. Uh, so. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about sexy times. All right. Because we've had a lot recently. And I say recently as in like, I don't know, the past month. Yes. Because you were traveling a lot. <laughs> yeah. Get ready, people, because it's going to happen again. Yeah. So I know that you paid for the whatever the premium tender so you could say that you were in a place or going to be in a place before you were there. I don't even know how this works. How does it yeah. work? So tender allows you to pay. It's like 25 bucks a month, which is fucking stupid. But I also paid for this month as well. Uh so that you can set yourself up to chat with people before you're in that location. So the idea is, like, when I was going to be in New Zealand, I knew I was going to be in New Zealand. So Mm -hmm. I said, I changed my profile to say I will be in New Zealand these dates. And I changed my location so I could match with people in New Zealand. And I think it's good that you actually said that you were going to be there. Because, admittedly, while you were gone this time, I picked up Tinder again for the first time in, I don't know, a year. It's been a long time. And funnily enough, though, I matched with one of our play partners pretty quickly. Because oh she texted and was like, I just messed with you. on, t- Or I just saw you on Tinder. I was like, really? Because I literally hilarious. just reactivated my account for like an hour at that point. Um, Good news travels fast. Yeah. So does your ass. <laughs> but what was interesting was the number of people that came up well outside of the distance yeah. that I had set. And I know that I asked you about that later because I was like, well, why are all these people coming up like, you know, thousands of miles away or whatever? And you said they're probably traveling in the area. Yeah. But unless you say that you're traveling, then I just immediately ignore you because I'm like, no, not interested. So So. I always assume that they're traveling. Yeah. And then I'll say, when are you traveling kind of thing? Mm. You know, you're this far away. When when will you be here is kind of thing. Mm. Uh, But I set myself up for for being in New Zealand specifically and had a few matches. I'll be honest, Tinder is, I hate Tinder. Yeah. Um, I feel like we could do a full podcast on just the Tinder experience, so I don't want to dive too deeply into it. Mm. But it's, you know, it is really frustrating. And between the the people who end up matching you for nothing, and nothing happens ever. Yep. Um, or the people who you have a great conversation with immediately and then you never hear from them again, uh-huh. or the blatant um, and sometimes aggressive uh, biphobia that you deal with, 
it's just so hard. And then the people that you finally do meet, yeah, it's just it's it leaves a lot for wanting. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm actually, it's just it's exhausting. Um. What's really funny about it is I feel like the quality of people that I have found on Tinder are no different than the quality of people that I find on Grindr. Mm-hmm. It's just I'm putting in the same amount of effort. So is it a different it, – but it's a different demographic. It's just a different demographic. Yeah. There are no women, of course, on Grindr. Right. Um, what about the quality of guys that you find, Tinder versus Grindr? You know, I have only met with one guy I've ever met off of Tinder, and – most of the guys on Tinder are not looking for long-term relationships. Right. Are not looking for hookups. They're looking for long-term relationships. Oh. Grinders for hookups. Tinder's more for a, you know, a, a fairy tale ending. Mm. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. How about you? All right. Um, well, so I only picked Tinder back up, like I said, when you started traveling this last time. And I found it to be a lot of work, which I know it is, but it was a lot more work than I remembered it being. <laughs> and I had, you know, it's it's just a lot of, you know, you match with people, you maybe don't match with people, but you do. And then you might get a message or two. There was one uh, lady that I really liked and she was poly and it seemed like we had a you know, stuff in common to talk about. And so I sent her a decent message to start with. And then, and I said something about, I would love to chat more at some point. And she responded back with, would love to chat. I'm <laughs> like, and, and you, you got it. You got to chat to chat, you know, <laughs> like it's come on. Um, so it's just stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah. you're not even really trying. People aren't trying. No, it, and, it's, and I'm not going to carry this. Yeah. And then I did meet so, spoiler alert, I guess we can jump ahead to this before we talk about your experience in New Zealand. Um, but I did meet up with a guy that I met on Tinder. So, we had some back and forths. Um, and he was okay with the open relationship. He was not necessarily okay with meeting you because I asked, you know, do you want to meet both of us first or just me or whatever? Um, I kind of get the feeling, which I haven't come right out and asked little unusual for me, but I haven't. don't know why. I'm already shocked. I know. But I kind of get the feeling that he's like, because he mentioned at one point about having another female friend who's bi. And so I kind of think he has this whole like idea of like two women and him yeah. kind of thing. Looks, buddy, it's way too much work. Yeah. And so that's <laughs> kind of, as soon as that was mentioned, I backed off a lot. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, I'm, and I'm still in contact with them kind of here and there. We've only had one date because then Mardi Gras season took over and life got busy. No, I mean, it's a really good thing, but it is a very busy time. And, and he even was like, look, I understand. I'm yeah. okay with that. Yeah. And so that's fine. But at the same time, yeah, it's just... So I, with all my travel that's coming up, do you think you'll make more of an effort? I'll probably meet up with him again at some point. Um, seeing how... I've got to see how schedules work out because, yeah, just got to see what happens. But yeah. I, I would... And I've been trying to. I've just... You know, we haven't had any time whatsoever to because I would love for you to even meet him. Um, but yeah, it's, we will meet up again at some point, but it's just, I am a little more gun shy because of that. You know, I'm like, are you just using me for something like this or are you actually interested? And my guess it's a bit of both. I mean, arguably, look, I'm going to be, from my point of view, there's always that hope for both. Sure. Yeah. But I don't pursue somebody if I'm not genuinely interested. Now I will say I am different than Mm. many of the fellows out there, but for me, it's like, why would I even try if I'm not interested in yeah. you? Uh, 
you know, there are people who are just looking to put another bedpost notch right. or lipstick case notch. Um, but I mean, yeah. I think you can figure that out if it is or isn't. Yeah. And he's a nice enough guy. He's attractive. Um, like I said, I'll, I'll meet up with him again at some point, but I, I would say that I was kind of like a little more gung ho and now I'm kind of like, mm, maybe pulled back like, you know, 30, 40% kind of yeah. thing. So not completely by any means, but it is, I'm just a little more leery of classic me as well, overthinking everything that he says. I'm like, That's so cute. did you mean it like that? Or did you mean it like that? Or what did, do you actually, you said this, but you know, it's, it's, it's just how I am. I love you. I'm sorry, but You're it's how a mess. I, am. I am. No, it's great. <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah, so I mean, I would say for me, Tinder has been, and at that point, it was just, honestly, it got to be so much work. And the gentleman came over one night while you were gone, and we were talking about it, um, because he's been on Tinder kind of off and on and stuff, and he was just like, I've almost given up on it, because it's it's too hard. And for the quality of people that you meet, and, and admittedly, we are spoiled, look at our life, because we have a lot of people that we're close to, a lot of intimate play partners, a lot of people that I can call on if I need somebody or if I need something. We're very lucky in that respect. Yes. We have a very good family and community around us. Uh, and I say family that we've created yeah, around us. Yeah, it's a good us. network. Yeah. And so we have that. And and we'll get to this later as well. But if I if I really want company, I just I can go to OSS on the weekend. Right. It's not a weeknight, but it's a weekend. I can go to OSS and I can be around people where I feel safe and accepted. Um, so I think we're really lucky in that respect. And so it's kind of one of those, when I have this community, is it really worth putting the work into tender? It's so funny because I'm I'm of a different mindset. So where you're going into that way, and I'm already like, look, I'm probably going to give up tender, but I'm going to go back to OkCupid and try mm-hmm. to cultivate that. I like the building the relationships. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's something that... I really enjoy that. I enjoy that part of the swinging lifestyle is the mm-hmm. relationship building. Now I know that, and I've, we've said this on the podcast before that I tend to be bad about once the relationship is developed, I sort of let it go to the mm-hmm. wayside. Um, but that's not always the case. If it's something that's really special, I'm happy to work for it. So how did it tend to work out for you in New Zealand? <sighs> you, you paid for the month ahead. Yes. Did you meet people ahead of time? I Met, I, I matched with three or four people. Mm-hmm. Uh, of those three or four, I tried to connect with two of them okay. uh, and did pretty well. One of them I really connected with enough that we traded phone numbers. We we moved over to text. Ooh. I know, right? Uh, and I really liked her. And I'm, I'm going to stick more on the vague side. But look, the long and short of it is we met the first night. Uh, I My initial... Our, my initial stance was I didn't want to play. I just wanted to meet and let's chat and whatnot. So we had a couple of drinks at a bar and then turned to a couple more drinks. And it was a lot of really nice flirting and, and kind of just heavy, a little bit of petting, heavy petting. Um, and then she was like, let's go back to my place. And I was like, oh, I really don't want to, not tonight. Let's plan to meet again later. Did you set the expectation beforehand that you weren't going to play? Not really. Okay. Just in your head, but not to her. Yeah, but once we got to the bar, yeah. I was like, look, it's just a couple of drinks, and then I'm, I've got to go back because i got to work enough. tomorrow. Yeah. So I felt like I said it there once mm-hmm. we were at the bar. But, you know, and I'm not going to say she was like... You can't falter for trying. No. And yeah. I was like, all right, you know, I'm, I'm, I am tempted. Because I would try. 
I know. Uh, I was like, I am tempted. So we ended up going back to her place and having some more drinks at her place. And listening to music led to kissing, led to heavy petting. And then I was like, my my problem then was like, look, I've had enough alcohol that I'm not going to perform well. Right. But my body said something different and I was ready to perform well, uh, which is interesting going back to my performance issues. What I've learned is that really I have no performance issues when it's just one-on-one females. I have performance issues occasionally with one-on-one males. Anytime you get me in a larger group, I have massive performance issues. Right. Um, stage fright, apparently. It's a, it's not but just... you've done better lately. I have done better yeah. lately, yeah. Especially with people we know. Mm. But, so, the long and short of it is we did have sex it was an interesting sex. Like, how often is the first time you have sex spooning? Like, I was behind her. We were spooning. That was our first time having sex. That's interesting. It was For me, it was interesting. Yeah. There was very little intimacy. I went down mm. on her. She didn't go down on me. There was kissing. Did she orgasm? Could you tell? Honestly, there was there was um, copulatory audit... Uh, audible copulatory vocalizations uh but it was unclear right but again we were both pretty drunk right right uh which is what i was really trying to hope against do you think that that led to her wanting to spoon more i have no idea just out of like you know like my body's exhausted but i still want this and uh, that was the thing we were both exhausted yeah clearly we both wanted it um i don't know it was just it it did what I was afraid it was going to do. Mm. It took some of the magic away, yeah. which I don't want to be that guy. I'm not a Disney princess. I am a Disney well, princess. Well, you are, but. <laughs> uh, but, you know, there's something, uh, there's something I like about the intimacy of, of face-to-face sex, whether female on top, me on top, yeah. you know, whatever. Now, don't get me wrong. I love the animalisticness of doggy style. Right. Spooning is somewhere in between that. It's, it's the facelessness of not looking at somebody but it's the intimacy of 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 missionary so it's kind of weird um i don't know it it's just weird Mm. um it also adds to the list of women who have tried to have sex with me without a condom there's a lot of them out there I would say there's a lot of people, and the more fair that, enough. The more that we are, in I don't have the same problem though with men. I was gonna say the more that we're in this lifestyle, the more we see people try. Many will make a small attempt, and then if you say something, then okay, fine. But I'm still amazed at the number of people that try. Yeah, it's. I, it's I'm, not worth I'm it. just amazed by it, yeah. and like, and I'm like, no. And no, like let's yeah, let's use the condom thing. Um, and we've been in play situations, group play situations, where it's clear that that's what the female wants. And while I appreciate the trust in me, yeah, I think that's misplaced trust. You don't know who I've had sex with, um, so mm. I don't know. It's and admittedly, I will say that going along in this lifestyle, um, because you do see it from time to time, it's something that I am. I would say a lot more conscious of now than I was to begin with. That when I am playing with someone, I will double and triple check as yeah. opposed to just like, oh, let's use a condom and then take their word for it. Oh, no, no, no. I'm going to 
bloody well make sure that you have a condom on. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. is one of those things. We've seen it and heard it talked about yeah. where, you know, the guy pulls out and doing the stealthing thing, which yeah. I honestly didn't think was a thing until, you know, yeah. you start it seeing it happen. And yeah. you're like, okay, wow, that's because yeah. just as a side note, that's rape. I want to make that very clear yeah. because the person on the receiving end doesn't know what they're consenting to. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes it and it can happen during all different stages of play I and mean, it can be. You know, the, the easiest times are during a position change or a, oops, I accidentally came out yeah. and then now I'm back in. And doggy style is an easy and, one to do it. Yeah, in. and doggy is an easy one, of course, but it, there's a lot of different ways that it can happen, but it happens more than I would like to admit. Yeah. And which is why I am so careful. Even if I have relative trust in the person, I still, still will check. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it, I mean, it was, it was, it was fine. How did she take it, though, when you insisted? Like, was she okay with using condom? Oh, yeah. She was okay. fine with using condom. Yeah. Absolutely. Because uh, she was just like, she tried to get me to enter her without a condom. I said, no, let me, I'm, if we're going to do this, I'm going to use a condom. She's like, okay. Okay. And so I was That's like, all right, good. cool. Yeah. Right, cool. That's good. Uh, and then we had another date later on in the week, and we there was just no chemistry. Yeah. Like, the chemistry we'd had just wasn't there. And honestly, we got back to her place, and I knew she wanted me to come up. And I was like, to be honest... I think it's going to be better if I just go home. Mm. It's like, what do you think happened? Any I, idea? I don't know, but it's just, yeah. I don't know. It's just, just like one of those things that happens. Yeah. It's just yeah. one of those things that happens. And there just wasn't, you know, yeah. chemistry, chemistry. And, is if important. You, and also if you're not in the mood, if it's been like you, you've been working at it, that I was point, exhausted. I, at that point you'd had a lot of long work yeah. days and you had a lot more ahead of you. And it's, it yeah. really I'd had a number you. of 12 hour days already. And yeah. this, at, at this point it was a 14 hour day with another 12 hour day the next day. And yeah. I was just like, I'm done. It, it like, can really affect So you. I really wanted. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Just as like, I really like you, but let's just call it and and i think that's a tough place to be in because you want human interaction but you don't really want you don't want to put forth and this is gonna sound terrible but you don't necessarily want to put forth all the effort to cultivate a new relationship and to have like this big exciting sex session yeah when you have these really long work days it's like sometimes you just want human you want someone to talk to someone to commiserate with someone to have that intellectual stimulation with maybe a little bit of heavy petting and making out and then all right done to be absolutely honest with you it was one of those multiple times in those three weeks that i was on the road i thought if if money wasn't an object 
I would definitely hire a sex worker for the yeah. night because, like, that's what I want. I want someone to talk to, to giggle with, to cut up with, to, like, mm-hmm. that it's easy. And then if sex happens, great. If it doesn't, that's also great. And there's a time limit, so you're not obligated to all night long. Exactly. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, I know that in yeah. two hours you're going to go home and then I get to go to sleep. Mm. And if we have sex, that's great. And if we don't, that's great. Mm. But what's cool about it is I get to dictate what the sex looks like. So if all I want to do is go down on you for an hour, then that's awesome. Yeah. I, but, of course, both the locations that I was in and my pocketbook right. restricted that. Right. So, yeah, I mean, mm. it was what it was. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. So, any other Tinder experiences while you were on the road, or was that mm. basically it? Nope. I had um, one grinder hookup that uh, was literally mutual masturbation. Mm. Uh, I'd landed in Melbourne at, like, I don't know, 1030, and <laughs> I was like, the guy was basically two floors up above me, and he just wanted, he just wanted to Company. masturbate somebody. Yeah. So like, all right, cool, you can come, you can come, jack me off, and that's basically what happened. And I was nice. like, all right, cool, thank you, bye bye. <laughs> so that was weird, but you know, it was all right. Yeah. Uh, and then I had a really nice um, in one in also in Melbourne, uh, a guy that I met through. Ten, or through uh, Grinder and had dinner with a couple nights and was a nice guy and I really liked him and so that was great. Yeah. But yeah. So while you were gone and doing all this traveling, um, so I will say that the week before, I had, my body hated me for a while. Um, <laughs> earlier this year, uh-huh. I had a period of time that my body was just like, nope, but completely hate you. Uh, so for I think the week before you left, I was bleeding yeah like lightly bleeding not heavy or anything but still enough to impact things be obnoxious yes yeah and so you left and i was like okay you'll be good now no no kept bleeding for like another week because you know why not and so but did you spring a leak (laughs) yeah something like that yeah (laughs) you poked the wrong hole babe oh god that's (laughs) gross (laughs) (laughs) um so but what that meant that was like the first weekend that you were gone I wanted to, well, admittedly, I was kind of at home, and I was like, oh, I, I, all that day I had planned to go to the club. And then I think I had stayed out late the night before, whatever, and then so I took a nap. I woke up at 5 p.m. from a nap. And you know how it is when you're, like, groggy and not really awake. And so I was like, no, I'm just going to stay in tonight. And then at, like, 8 o'clock, I finally woke up, and I was like, no, I want to be social. I want to be around people. I'm going to go to the OSS. I'm going to go to the club. Go to the OSS. I love it. Well, I was starting to say the Swingers Club. I know. I just, yeah. I just like, yeah. it's so. sort of like how my grandmother used to call the Facebook. <laughs> the Facebook? Yeah, you know, the OSS. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, no, I'm going to go out. So at 8 o'clock, I like hurriedly got ready, went. I think I was there by like 9.30. It was like, you know, and I was just like, I'm going to do this. So I got there. Still sort of lightly bleeding. So I was like, I'm not going to play, but I want to be social. I want to talk to people and whatever. Not really thinking it all the way through in that because it's a place where I feel comfortable and it's a place that we go frequently. So a lot of people know us. The staff know us. And it's, you know, it's, it's basically a second home. But at the same time, that night I'm there by myself. So I am perceived by others as a unicorn. Oh, that's right. But I didn't really think about that ahead of time. You were popular. I may not have gone if I had thought about that. <laughs> because what that meant was that I wasn't comfortable playing unless it was with an established partner because, right, you yeah. know, whatever. And, and so I was like, I don't 
I wasn't in the mindset to play. I didn't feel sexy and feel like playing. And, but yet people expected me to. And there was one couple in particular, there were several couples that night that I really liked and, and had good conversation and got along well with. One couple in particular we had seen there maybe six, eight months before. It had been quite a while. Got along well with them, never played with them, and they were there. And so she in particular kept hitting on me. And a couple of times she asked, are you going to play tonight? And they were just busy enough that I could help out behind the bar and kind of help work some. And so it was kind of one of those, if I just work, then that takes the pressure off of me. But it also wasn't really busy enough for me to just work the whole night. And so there was a bit of, I would go out and socialize. And then if it got busy, I would help and whatever. And um, yeah, and and so it was just this kind of weird. And and she asked me at one point, she was like, are you going to play tonight or not? And I was like, probably not, like honestly. And it was just, for some reason, very unlike me, I didn't feel like saying, you know, just coming out with the fact that I was bleeding and whatever, which most people understand. Like if you you say that. You should have been honest. But I don't, because I'm weird. I know, but the, always what happens is then that people associate it's their problem. Yeah, I know. You don't want to, you're not playing because they're asking you if you're going to play. I know. And you and, know that's not the case because I know the couple you're talking about. Yeah, but I think it was just, I don't know, I think I guess I felt a little more, more self-conscious and this was me internalizing just because it had been so long. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, you know, nobody knows that and yeah. whatever and it's just, yeah, and so it was just kind of weird and, and so I realized afterwards, I was like, you know, People expect me, one thing of me, because I'm there by myself. Whereas I'm just there, and I actually talked to, I had a good long conversation with another lady who was there as a single female for the first time. And she was a little uncomfortable. She kind of got her groove later in the night, but at first she was kind of slow to warm up to things. And I was like, look, it's a place where I feel safe. I can come. You know, you're out of town, you're gone, and I know I can come and be social and meet people. And if I want to play, I can, but I don't have to. And so it was actually, I think, really good to have conversation with her. And she did end up going off and, you know, playing with people and stuff, which is great. Um, so I, I enjoyed myself and I had a very good night, but I didn't really think about it till I came home in that, you know, I see myself one way, but other people see yeah. me a different way because of the situation. So, yeah. So the next time I went, I was very conscious of that. <laughs> and I was like, I'm ready to play tonight. That's funny. So, yeah. All right. So tell me about that one. Uh, so that night I did end up going and I forget what the theme night was. I I don't even remember, but I think it was the last weekend before you came home. Mm -hmm. And I ended up meeting a couple there who I really liked and, um, they aren't, yeah, they're, they're pretty close by, which was good. Um, but I like, like geographically, yes, geographically, but yeah, so they were really lovely couple. I really, she's absolutely gorgeous. He's very attractive. Um, and she has this beautiful giggle and he and I, like we had some great conversations and just kind of like joking around and stuff. Um, so mentally it was good stimulation. And so, yeah, we were sitting there talking for a while and there were some other couples kind of coming and going and interacting with us. And at some point, it was like, all right, well, I'm going to go dress down now. Because I was like, need to get this evening on. (laughs) And so I got up to go down to the locker room to dress down. And she jumps up and starts walking after me. And he was like, well, well, that didn't take a lot of convincing. And she's like, but she's hot. What am I supposed (laughs) to do? And 
admittedly for me that did a lot because it had been kind of a rough few weeks and I was just like oh I feel so good now (laughs) that's so funny and sweet um so yeah so we went down to the locker room dressed down basically immediately then went upstairs and started playing um well we started at the massage tables because now that there's no spa uh we went to the massage tables because earlier somebody had said something about a massage and she was like "Ooh, i would really like one so we go up there and i tried to get her on the massage tables and she was like oh no 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 you and i was like but i thought you wanted the massage and she was like no no you need the massage and i was like all right i'll take it That's great. So I laid down the massage table and she started up at my shoulders and he started down at, you know, my lower end. So kind of ass and legs the lower and stuff. Ends. And, and then they switched and it was really lovely. Yeah, it was great. And there was, you know, some wandering fingers and things. Mm. And yeah. Um, so then at some point the fingers wandered enough that I rolled over onto my back for like 30 seconds. And then I was like, all right, let's go to the beds over there because there's some space over there. So the three of us went over to, to play on the beds. And somewhere along the way, I don't really know where, because I did a lot of going down on him. Somebody did a lot of going down on me. I don't really know what all was happening. Um, but it's somewhere along the way, another couple came and joined. And they were ones that we had talked to downstairs a little bit. Um, but I wasn't quite as comfortable with them. So I stayed with the initial couple more so and kind of used them as a buffer because they were more interacting with the other couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, people just kind of kept coming up into the space as usually happens. And at some point we'd been up there playing for quite a while. It felt like I would have said probably a, easily a good 45 minutes or an hour realistically, but it felt like probably three hours, but you know how time goes. <laughs> yeah. And so at some point I started to get a bit dehydrated and I was like, I need some water. And I kind of felt bad pulling out and leaving the situation until I looked around and she, the lady that that I'd been playing with was engaged with the guy of another couple. He was engaged with the lady of another couple. I had been going down on him while he was going down on her. But still, I was kind of like, if I back out now, nobody's really going to miss me. So I kind of pulled back for a second. He just kind of looked up, and I was like, I'm going to go get some water. And he's like, okay. And then just, yeah. And, yeah. and somebody else jumped in and filled my shoes, so it was fine. But Filled yeah, your mouth. Filled, filled my mouth, yes. No, filled his. Anyway, yeah, yeah. No, it was filled my mouth because I was yeah. going down on him. Yeah, but filled your mouth makes it sound like that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. So um, it was just oral play? No, no, like... Um, he did penetrate me. Uh, yeah, so he he did penetrate me for a little while. and But then I ended up going down on him again after that. So, yeah, it was it was really good. Um, it was They were a lot of fun. I really enjoyed them. I think this is a couple that we had a date with later. We did it? have a date with them later because I really liked them. Yeah. And I was like, you need to meet them. Yeah, and I like them quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, they were fun. And so, yeah, we had a date with them and... Um, I think it was, yeah, a really good conversation, a lot of laughs. I think we hit it off pretty well. It's funny because the date we had, we had a great date with them that included zero touching yeah. between the four of us. Yeah. I mean, you and I touched. It was a very touched. vanilla date. Yeah. Yeah. And then we had another date with them. They went to uh, a big boat party with mm-hmm. us. And there was... More touching, but it's funny to me. It still strikes me as funny as to how awkward even people who are, I'm going to put us in the professional category, Mm -hmm. can be. Because I would put my hand around her and then instantly be like, oh my God, I got my hand around another man's wife. You know, kind of thing. (laughs) It's like, 
it's just it's weird. But I would weird. say it's also a bit of a comfort level in that we have only really just met them. Yes. And so it's a bit of, is this okay or is it not? How much is acceptable? And I Especially felt, in public. And I felt bad too because this was a sixum mm-hmm. where one of them was, you know, you of course, and then them, and then the gentleman mm-hmm. who... I'm as comfortable with him as I am with you. And then another play partner, regular play partner of ours, Mm -hmm. who I'm almost as comfortable with her as I am with you guys. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not, she's not quite there yet, but they're well on the way of becoming there. So then I felt guilty because I would be cuddling with her and be like, oh my God, but I'm not paying attention to this other couple. And there was a lot of overthought going on. I was going to say, but I think it is a bit of the depth of relationship is that we have a lot more depth of relationship with the other female that was there. And of course with the gentleman. And so, you know, we're still just kind of feeling it out with this other couple and and not to say that it can't get there. But at the moment, it's not. And so it is a bit of a, you want to express interest, but you don't want to push too hard. Exactly. But at the yeah. same time, you don't want to not express enough interest right. to think, make them think you're not interested. It's complicated. This life is complicated. It really is. <laughs> and I, I realize that I, I don't mean to be like, oh, my life is so hard. Because it's not. It, I know we're very lucky. But you don't want to hurt feelings. Yeah. You yeah. want to make your intentions very clear. Yeah. And... It's sometimes difficult to do that. Yeah, it is. It is. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's tough. Um, and then, like, literally the day after you landed back from all of your travel, we had a yes. pendulum. Oof, yes. And that pendulum, it was Pendulum 9. We had a message, what, two, three hours beforehand from Lawrence saying that he needed us to work. I yep. think some people had called out sick and whatever, so we were going to be working, which yep. is fine. You know, we don't we don't mind working on pendulum night um, just to make sure that everybody else has a good time and that everything goes well and goes smoothly. And so, yeah, so we ended up, uh, Bradford was behind the bar pretty much, and I was doing tours basically all night long. Um, I think I did tour after tour after tour pretty solid until 1130. When I got there, you were a tour machine. Yeah, it was it was one after the other after the other after the other uh, till about 1130. And then after that, it got to be about one every half hour. Yeah. So it was still busy. It was just, yeah, there were so many new people. I would have said half. Maybe even touch more were new, which is amazing for Pendulum because yeah. it's it's good to see that there's that many people both interested, but I also know that there were a few couples that just happened to go that night yeah. because I think the very first couple I gave a tour to, uh, they said, as I was giving them the tour, they were like, oh, so, you know, the, the guy at the door, Lawrence, uh, <laughs> told us it was this Pendulum night and he said something about buy and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, so what exactly does that mean? And I told them, you know, I was like, look, it's basically a time that that individuals and couples can express any kind of bisexuality. They can express interest in people of the same gender. Don't have to. But if you're interested in in playing or exploring, it's it's a safe place and a safe time to do so. You don't have to because they were both 100 percent straight. And so I was like, you don't have to. But you have to acknowledge the fact that it that there may be same-sex play happening near you, and you have to be okay with that and respect it and don't judge people ba- based on it. And they were just like, well, yeah, why would we do that? <laughs> yeah, I, love, and, <laughs> I love responses like that. It's like, ally as fuck. <laughs> right. But at the same time, you know, not everybody's an ally, but they clearly were, and so it was great. And, and they ended up having a lovely evening. I saw them many times throughout the night. 
clearly having a good time. Uh, but at the you know, but they kind of came into it not really knowing what it was, not really wanting to participate in that respect, but still being okay with it. Yeah. And they're just like, look, you do you, it's fine. Yeah. And I think that was beautiful. So. Well, it is. Like, we've had so many people tell us that pendulum nights are special because they feel different. Like, the people there, the attitude there, it's mm. all a very different attitude. Um, and it is something that we cultivate and it's, yeah. we're very proud of. Uh, I do know that that pendulum night was – it felt crazy busy. Um mm. The bar staff and I were back there slinging drinks like you wouldn't believe, and you were a blur going up and down stairs giving tours. But there was – so I got there late. Mm-hmm. Don't know if anybody knows this out there, but I had a play that was being going – that was being rehearsed. And anyway, we'll talk about that at a later time. <laughs> Just saying. Hashtag playwright. Uh, so we um, – I got there, and the moment I got there, you were like, there's a couple you need to meet. And I was like, okay, but I was sort of still in this kind of, like, dizzying... You were in the euphoric state, coming from rehearsal. state of of rehearsal, but being thrown into the deep end of, holy shit, we've got a lot of work to do. Because you didn't get there until, like, what, 10? Yeah, party started at 8.30, I got there at 10. Yeah, and so we were well into things, and it was busy. Yeah, it was well in the night, the drinks line was huge. Lawrence was manning the door. Yeah, so I I ran back behind the bar, and we started slinging drinks. Um, About, when I got to the bar, there was this really pretty girl talking to the other bar guy. Mm -hmm. And she was clearly flirting with him, and I was like, wow, she is very pretty. Mm -hmm. And then she disappeared. And then about... An hour later, this guy comes up to the bar, and I was like, immediately I saw him, and I was like, like, hello. Well, it was... Hello, handsome. I wasn't even doing that. I was like, put your arms up. I need to see what wristband you've got. Put your arms up. I need to see what wristband you've got. What wristband are you wearing? And so he handed... So you're like, here's your drink way up high. I was like holding his drink way above him. Um, But he he did have... He put lifted his arms up, and I saw he was by, and I'm like, thank you, God. Um, So I was like... Oh, I really like your tattoos. Because, <laughs> you know, what else are you going to say? Because not a good flirter sometimes. Um, and we chatted for a bit, and then he disappeared. Mm-hmm. And then you came up during one of the slow times. You were like, all right, remember that couple I was telling you about like three hours ago? I'm like, yes. You were like, come here. I want you to, I want you to meet them. So went out and met them, and it happened to be this couple. Yeah. And I was like, immediately, like, I know who they are. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it was pretty awesome to, to meet them. Uh, another couple that are friends of ours that I absolutely have a massive crush on both of them. They were there. Uh, it was really great. It was yeah. good to see lots of friends, like other people that we love and, and see all the time. It was just great to... It was really good. You know, it's funny because like one of the fellas that was there, um, they were at the first um, Pendulum. Mm-hmm. And I remember mm. when they walked up to me and they said, you know, I know more about you than you could ever know about me because I've been listening to your podcast forever. And whenever I see them at the pendulums, um, it makes it just, it's a warm place in my heart. Um, so, yeah, it's, yeah. So, just, just, just to, to reality this a bit. Okay. Because pendulum was great. Yes. However. Oh, Okay. Um, I will say there were a lot of new people. There were actually quite a few singles. There were, I would have said, I don't know the official number yet. Um, That's right, Lawrence, get on that, buddy. Yeah, what are you waiting for, dude? Um, so yeah, I would have, I know that there were a handful of single guys. 
there were three, four single women at least. Agreed. Yeah, and and so there were a lot of it was it was really good. There were a lot of new people. Um, like I said, just kind of exploring, checking things out, seeing how it is. Some people specifically wanted to come Pendulum Night for the first time. Some people, it just worked out that way, schedule-wise, whatever. But at the same time, everybody seemed to be having a good time, which is the great thing. Uh, we never had time to play because around the time that probably half the crowd left, around 1.30 which is kind of the time that things start slowing down. Yeah, and it's we, our time to go up and play. We might have a chance to step back and play if yeah. everything's going all right. But instead, at 1.30, this birthday party comes in. Massive rush of people. Yes, this this whole big group of people. And it was just, I don't know how many, it was a lot of people. And at least 12. I would have said probably more than that, but yeah, sure, at least 12. And yeah, and so it just got massively busy, and they have a different mentality than the pendulum crowd does. Yeah. So I will say that at that point, it kind of, it both it got super busy all of a sudden, but it also dampened things a bit, because you take that relaxed comfortableness of pendulum away and this is a crowd that, while there are individuals that are really nice and we really like within it... Overall, the crowd mentality is very entitled and, like, um, privileged, I would say. Yeah. And so... If you ever watch Mean Girls, it was like the plastics. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, so this this group comes in. And again, there's people within there that we really like. Yeah, and, absolutely. And that, that don't fit that. But the group overall has that dynamic. And so it was... It completely kind of shifted how the club felt. Yeah. At that point, I will say that fortunately, most of the people left were regulars at the club. They, they know how it goes. And, and they've seen this crowd before they know how pendulum goes they know that that's not the norm etc etc there were a few new people left that were like oh i just thought that's what happened at like two in the morning yeah and we talked to them later we're like no not always and so it was a there was a distinctive shift at that point i will say yeah and that's not and it was busy and it it was busy and i was exhausted typical of pendulum and i dare to say that probably won't happen again i would hope not would hope not um but it, I mean, we can't, we can't, you know, that's reality. That's what happens. Yeah, you can't and, control yeah. people. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's, so it did, it did kind of dampen things a bit at the end for us because that was kind of the time that it's like, you know, things are slowing down. We could maybe have a little bit of fun, but then we couldn't because it got stupid, crazy busy and yeah. Yeah. But it is what it is. It's, right. it's, it's how life goes sometimes. You don't always get what you want. It's what Pendulum tends for. Yeah. Pendulum 10, that'll be my pendulum. Do you want to talk about that? Well, sure. In our closing statements. <laughs> uh, so Pendulum 10 is going to be May 10th. We've got uh, some podcast friends that are coming in from all over the world mm-hmm. to do a meet and mingle before. Then we're going to march our sexy asses over to OSS for Pendulum 10. And it's going to be, uh, it's going to be the biggest pendulum ever. Yeah, it's going to be great because we'll have the meet and mingle beforehand. So we'll have all the podcasters around. It's a typical OSS meet and mingle night. So we're kind of piggybacking on that. Yes. So we'll have a, a bit of all the crowds and, yeah, whoever wants to come out and meet and talk to their favorite podcasters. I know. Um, Who are your favorite podcasters? Mommy will be there too. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And then if you want to, you know, have a little play, you can go over to OSS and just socialize, play. See where the night takes you. I'm pretty excited for this. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. So May 10th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, stay tuned for more information. We will have it uh, as soon as we're allowed to to list everybody who's going to be there and all the fun stuff that we're going to do. Also, I dare say that one of the podcasters is going to make a really awesome graphic for us for it. Um, if they don't, they're not invited anymore. <laughs> they are still invited, but they're not invited to have sex with you. Oh, yeah. Oh, pressure's on. I know, right? Um, you will not be on their ticket to Pound Town. Wow. <laughs> All right. I'm put my chastity belt back on. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I love it. <laughs> so excited. Uh, yeah, so stay tuned. Watch this space. Mm-hmm. Um, any final sexy thoughts? No. Anything over there on your list of sexy we, escapades? Sex, sexcapades? No, but I will say that just in closing, the really hot couple that we talked to at Pendulum. Yes. We subsequently had another date we with. We did. That we then extended and bailed on further later plans. <laughs> So that went smashingly well, and hopefully there will be more sexy times with them in the future. I'm just going to say I have a massive crush on them. Ah, they're both adorable, yeah. They're both, like, right in my wheelhouse of people. She's beautiful. And if we're lucky, they'll come to desire. She has big Disney eyes, and he's, like, this clever, smart, sexy man-man-grr that... Beautiful build. I just... Yeah. Yeah. Grr. Mm. Anyway. Anyway. Funny. Uh, look a bunny. No, I said funny. Oh, I thought you said a bunny. Because you don't be in humor. Yeah, no, he's yeah. funny. Yeah, they're both funny, but he cracks me up. Yeah. And I also like that after our after our sexy little date that we had on mm-hmm. Saturday, on Sunday, we got sexy pictures of both of them. Yeah, we did. Uh, so we've already done the sexy picture exchange thing. Yeah, so we're totally... Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> but I digress. So, if you want to send us your sexy pictures, <laughs> uh, look, we'll even take unsolicited, unsolicited, easy for me to say, dick pics. Uh, we might mock you over them if they're unsolicited. If they're solicited, we will never mock you over them. Yeah, that, that sounds mm-hmm. fair, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm just seeing where you go with this. I know. I'm just <laughs> rambling on now. Look, I just want to see penises um, and vajayjays. Anyway, so... Send us your messages, your questions, comments, rude remarks, theatomsoflove at gmail.com. You can follow us on all of our social media feeds at By the By Podcast. Reach out to us on our website, www.bythebuy.com.au. And then we also have a Patreon page because if you really want to help us, you want to get your hands on our lovely little cum rags. Um, look, I'm, I'm really tempted to put up a, a Patreon support where... Angela has wiped one of her cum rags um, all over her body and will video it and send you a video. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't discussed this with her yet. Uh, but it's www.patreon.com slash by the by podcast. Look, we've had people ask for used cum rags. I don't know why. I don't know why anybody would want our DNA. We can supply that. Maybe they want to create a little you or a little me. Both are terrifying. Oh, I know. Okay. But they don't know that. They, they do. They should know that. <laughs> My God. Uh, yeah, so definitely check us out um, wherever you're listening to this. We would love it if you went on and gave us a review. Five stars would be great. Four stars would be awesome. Three stars. What the hell's wrong with you? Come on. Love us. And one or two, just send us some feedback and let us yeah, know. Yeah, send us want. some feedback. Yeah. Let us fix it first. <laughs> we'll tell you if you won't, if we won't. And if we won't, then you can give us a one or two star. It's cool. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you very much for listening, and we will catch you 
on the flip side. Yeah. This is Kat Stark, author of Yelling in Pasties, The Wet Coast Confessions of an Anxious Slut, and co-host of the On the Wet Coast podcast. And you're listening to a Swingset podcast on swingset.fm. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 